to Off Topic. I'm your host, Anita, and this is an at-home episode, meaning it's just going to be me in this episode. There are no guests, unlike all the other episodes. So it's been a while since I've made this type of episode, so I'm very excited to see how this goes. Uh, this is my, like, take three, take four uh, of recording this episode, so yeah. Um, we're going to be speaking about, like, books and novels today since they've been around for a very long time and i thought it would be a very interesting topic to research and to find out more about and in this episode since this is not an act with guests or any other type of episode i do not have any research so we're going to be researching along the way finding it out as if we were just friends finding out about new and dif- different things you know you know and uh, yeah so let's get into this topic uh so let's just get into like our my personal reasoning behind it i chose this topic because i have really enjoyed different types of books and i have to write a book and i due to my school project and and it has really opened my eyes on how books are created and how hard they are to create. So normally I just think, oh yeah, they just do it on a whim and it's all right, you know. But um, it's not like that because it takes like a, a whole lot of effort. And uh, it's mine took a lot and I completed the book and I will be reading off a few chapters. I will be reading off one chapter actually. Uh, but before that, let's intro a bit. Uh, I've uh, collected a lot of like crime uh, genre books and that's been like my main genre at first when I really got into reading has been like this year only because like before I thought you reading I don't like reading you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be like that I'm not gonna be a reader I'm not a bookworm at all and but then I've had the very big pleasure of having no internet and I had to I had to like um well, basically entertain myself somehow and I found a book which I tried to read in my native language which was absolutely impossible because I had not had such a big language barrier well I didn't have such a lot of knowledge to understand some of those words the words are a bit too big for me you know uh not too hard and so what I decided was just to drop it and not read again and now i've started reading more books and i've understood that way they're actually very interesting so i picked up that book and i reread it well what was reading i just read the first chapter all and that's all the first time but then i read the whole thing and i fell in love with it it was a fancy book it was the red queen series and the first book you know and uh, basically <laughs> i bought the whole series and i have not yet gotten together and read the whole series because i've been buying more and more books uh you know there are there's these type of people the people that read and then they buy or the people that buy and read and then there's people that buy and i'm the person that buys well i have read uh so yeah i got really into the fantasy genre and then i just took only fantasy but then i figured out way i actually like crime more and so i have bought a lot of crime genres of course i have like one or two books which is just my like favorite of all time film or musical that i've ever had and i will always love it 
And I bought that book, and I was like, I'm going to read it, you know? So, that's, like, the more of a personal reasoning. And I know that, like, books are always there for people who, like, really get into books, like, a lot. And are very decisive on what they choose or what they don't like. That's the same way I am. I, but, like, whenever they go in a bookstore, people just buy hundreds of books. And, like, that's true, because I do that, too. I You put me in a bookstore, and I will have, like, 10 books already chosen out in five minutes which i will buy <laughs> so speaking about books and all the genres uh like how i like fantasy and then crime uh i've searched up real quick that actually at first i thought books had a ton of genres but it turns out there are like around 50 genres in total which is kind of kind of weird because i think there are like millions but really there isn't and there are only like for only 35 of those are the most popular which is all well obviously the like all 50 won't be popular there will be some that are disliked so it was very interesting to find that out and like people choosing books is also based off their personality i guess and based off like things they've liked before because for example the crime novels i've I've liked them because I've watched crime shows before and I've had, like, with my grandma. <laughs> and we would, like, just always enjoy having uh, a crime series in the background while doing stuff or talking. And it was, like, just a core memory. And that's why I think I really like those types of, like, novels. And so whenever I find books, like, that have a lot of, like, that are crime I would immediately try to figure out what would it be, would I like that type of crime, and if I do, I normally buy it, and it has been very successful, <laughs> and, like, I cannot multitask, I'm trying to research, but I'm trying to also speak, and it's not having fun, uh, so <laughs> let's, let me just quickly search up how, um, how many crime genre novels are there? <laughs> So there's a, basically, oh my god, okay, so there are, there are, like, there's suspense, thriller, detective, mystery, action, and or adventure. Those are, like, those are the, no, those are the things that crime fiction normally, normally visits, uh, so, yeah. And there are about, uh... Okay, I cannot find it, but let me find how many. So, let's see. I don't want to buy. I want just a quick little fix. Uh, so, if from the looks of things, there are not really a lot, but I can tell you how many mystery books are sold each year. And in the U.S., it's about 23.6 million, which is quite quite uh, shocking. And uh, I did not think it would be such a big, like, um, enjoyment. But you've seen Sherlock Holmes and you've seen all these, like, other famous uh, detectives that become... That were actually novels at first, so... Let's figure out who wrote the first crime novel. 
like it's like the biggest like uh so let me see uh <laughs> we'd have to say edgar Allan poe edgar Allan poe so without edgar Allan poe we wouldn't have such things as crime novels which i would be quite sad about but we probably have crime scenes no mm, mm, okay so if he wouldn't have invented it somebody else would probably invent it <laughs> and uh so it's not really like sadly there isn't that stuff thing but there's probably if it's not yet there you can probably invent it you know and be like yeah i was the first one or i was the one that made it popular but not necessarily the first one so topic about like crime novels i did also write my own crime novel and i'm thinking about reading a, a chapter of mine to you guys so it will be not really a b- the best but i mean yeah there you go uh so the novel is called the black rose and it's a very um interesting novel because it's not the same as crime novels uh as a normal whodunner uh who done it because normally in the crime novels you get like a, a a death then there's the research like investigation and there's the the finding of the killer but like in my novel we flip it around you know so yeah that's what makes it unique and that's why i've and because i've read a lot of crime novels i've wanted to say that like there's always been the same process so I wanted to do something different and so this is my work of art and I just have to say it took me a long time but probably like some people could do it a hundred times better but I did it because I wanted to (laughs) not because I wanted to because of my school project and I guess it really helped me find out it really helped me actually accomplish a dream of mine of actually writing a book because before I would uh, never finish a book I'd start writing and I'd be like ugh no, I can't do it anymore, it's not fun anymore, I don't have any more energy to do this, but this actually forced me to complete it, so, so then, let's get into chapter one, on a beautiful autumn day, as the leaves fell gracefully, people slowly awakened and began their day, the doorbell rang three times for an unsuspecting detective, yes, I responded as I opened the door to find no one but a letter and a black rose, the letter was worn, crumbled. There was a spill on the bottom right corner. At first glance, it looked like wine, but it didn't smell like wine. Instead, it smelled like muddy water and dirt. I tried to save the rose by placing it on a glass of water on my kitchen counter. When I finally read the letter, I discovered a perplexing riddle-like message. So, that's chapter one with the first two paragraphs. Uh, when I was writing the first few paragraphs okay these (laughs) i ended that like as if i ended the whole chapter no uh i'm not that crazy but i i might be uh and basically i was really struggling to find the right way to start it until i figure out what like place like what season i wanted it 
And that was the thing that helped me the most to create this story and to keep it like flowing because I knew it would take over like a specific time period and I need to know which season so I could describe it a bit better and there would be some reasoning behind the why it's like that and that because you never know in until you find out the answer in the book because like for example the spill on the bottom right corner could be just it being dropped in a in a puddle because it's rainy during the autumn and more you know roses don't bloom in autumn so that's the thing that's also the most concerning but in this village we don't go by the laws of of physics or science or whatever there is <laughs> the laws of nature uh we don't go by that and i completely forgot about that so it is not very accurate unless the person who got the black rose uh, is uh, a florist and receives like private like bouquets of flowers but you know who who's me who's i to judge who's i to judge so let's continue to to the message the night bleeds red soon she will too keep your guard up if you don't want to be next during a fortnight she will be gone six feet deep in a light of purple the name may be familiar sacrifice will be her undoing to stop this prophecy played this game cracked the night and watch it bleed purple howard i'll be in touch with love x crazy right <laughs> uh, i will be like talking about few parts in between these these chapter reads because i feel like it's a very personal touch and it may be annoying because you want to know what happens next or whatever like that but i'm a very annoying person <laughs> so let's go in to the rest of the chapter with love i muttered something what exactly is this letter how did x get my name who is this she x speaks about am i next all these questions ran through my mind in circles until i realized what was going on of course as the best detective in the country i'd figure it out it was a threat of a murder that will happen during a fortnight what exactly is a fortnight to start to this person death will be a game but life isn't meant to be played with especially if you're going up against someone like me in any case my thoughts will not say this girl i must find x and stop him but how do i put a stop to him perhaps there is another letter in the police station or perhaps someone has received this type of letter in the past and simply ignored it i will not disregard this letter i'm not going to have blood on my hands never in my life so in this part you can see how he is like um talking to himself and figuring out what the hell this message is about and how he is also a bit of an egotistical person because he has quite a bloated one to be honest uh he basically is a very famous detective in this whole town which you will find out in a bit in a later chapter what it is called but um yeah and he's like the most famous one in the country and anybody asks him for a case so this should be pe a piece of cake for him right 
right? <laughs> Let's continue. I ran out of my house to the police station, despite the fact that it was my day off. Throwing a quick outfit I found lying on the floor from the night before, this cannot be postponed. I pass by the event board on my way, but I don't stop to read it because there hasn't been a new event in 10 years. Keep moving, it's all of that I can think about. I stop on my way to the police station to gather my thoughts before entering. The police station is quite old and rustic, but plans to modernize it have been on, in the works for more than five years. Before I get to the records room, someone stops me. I quickly turn around, expecting the big boss to yell at me about why am I here. But it's Jake, the officer who trained me and taught me how to be the best detective who is here. I let out a sigh of relief. Hey, pal. What exactly are you doing here? Isn't it your day off? Are you sure? You weren't called in on your day off? He inquired. His voice is fast and rough, but I've grown accustomed to it. He has a mustache, a strong jaw, and brows. His hair is always slicked back. He always wears a suit. No way. No and no. I came here on my own free will just to check something in the records room. I elaborated. Jake looked at me as if I just had said something strange. Don't you recall? You cannot enter the records room unless you are a senior officer of the police department. Of course, there would be something preventing me from entering. Don't be concerned. I'll let you in. Jake retrieves his keycard and scans it against the door. You'll need this card when you leave, so bring it to my desk and simply leave it in the tiny box labeled keycard. I open the door and mouth thank you. I can feel my friend and senior officer smiling back as I turn my back on him. The records room is in shambles. The files are old and stained with coffee and boxes are wet from a leaking pipe that no one wants to fix. There's no order. Just one rule. Place everything you find for a case here, including reports that the big boss won't even look at. But it has designated areas for files, weapons, reports and letters. It would be impossible to find anything if I hadn't created this system. Putting on my leather gloves, I discovered out of luck in my trench coat. I went looking for the letters. I got a whiff of muddy water and dirt. I smelt nothing while looking through them. Weird. Why did I smell the scent again? The realization should have hit by now, but nothing has. And I'm stuck in this strange game where X makes the rules, not me. So why do I feel I'm ahead of him? This cannot be correct. It cannot be. Me? How can he influence that? Understanding is pointless. Using the keycard, I exited the room and went to Jake's desk to return the keycard, only to discover there is no keycard box. I simply placed it on the desk and walked away. I stopped by the cafe I usually visit on my way home, my mind racing laps. Even when there are only a few customers, the cafe is lively, the staff is fantastic, particularly Anna, the barista who works every day. Anna's eyes are filled with innocence and joy. Her hair is long and ginger, but she always wears it in a bun. She has a healthy flush. She is friendly to everyone, and apart from the amazing staff, I adore this cafe. It is perfect in every way. The chairs are perfectly cushioned. The coffee and pastries are delicious. The cafe smells like fresh coffee, beans, and cacao. 
It has a French and rustic look. It even has relaxing jazz music playing 24 hours a day. I got to the counter while thinking about this place. Is anyone there? Anna joked with her voice quick and sing-song. I've learned to adapt to it. It may appear strange to a random customer. Hey, Anna. How are you doing? As if I didn't already know the answer. Nothing has changed from yesterday. What is it that you have on your mind? Is it your job? Did anyone die? Anna appeared concerned for a brief moment before realizing she was at work and not with a friend and entered my usual order. I wish it was work instead of this mysterious man playing a sick game. That'll be 5.50. She gestured to place my card because I've gotten lost in my thoughts. Her voice was almost cold and monotone, but I didn't mind. This is work. I am a merely client. I wouldn't know because it's my day off, I explained while quickly playing. My thoughts began to haunt me again. After I finally sat down, it's only mid-afternoon and I'm already exhausted from the day. I wish it would end. I reconsidered my response to Anna and the letter. Anna has already brought me my espresso and croissant and she muttered loudly enough for me to hear while sitting down. I was worried you were dead. Because you didn't come to my cafe in the morning. She pauses to laugh. I almost called the police to find the detective who didn't come to my cafe like he does every day. It's too bad you didn't. I surprised myself by being so ignorant and not thinking about my response. Uh, I mean, it's a good thing you didn't because they'd find me easily. My attempt to respond was met with laughter. I'll let you be detective with your thoughts, which you seem to enjoy. And with that, she returned to her work behind the counter. I wish I would have stopped her so she wouldn't have left me alone with my thoughts, which had been running marathons since the moment I woke up. But I should understand how important work is to her. After all, I see her every day. I don't have the energy to drink my espresso or eat my 5 euro 50 croissant. My eyes are suddenly heavy. That was my signal to leave and return home. As I was getting ready to leave, I heard Anna say something, but refused to pay attention. Fortunately, the cafe is only a three-minute walk from my home. As I stumble home, I open the door to find the same thing I always find, a complete mess. I was too tired to eat, change, or even go to bed, so I fell asleep on my couch and thought to myself, what a complete waste of my day off. That is chapter one, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's basically a, a huge mess and a hard read to read out loud because I keep on messing up words and I have to, and I'm trying to play into the characters a bit, but it's kind of hard. So this writing this book was actually really fun. And this is just chapter one, meaning it gets a lot harder to read out loud as we go. Because there are some, like, grammatical incorrect parts, so I have to correct them. But I have to read them, which is a whole mess in itself. But this is chapter one. And you've met the few of the main character, Howard. And you've met the Anna, the barista. And Jake, the police officer, the senior police officer. And, yeah, it's a very, in my opinion, a very interesting book. And I don't think the mystery is so good planned out because you can kind of tell from the beginning who it is and who it isn't but 
but does that really matter? I don't think so. <laughs> as long as it's a good read, that's the thing that's important to me. Uh, I've had people read it. They're saying, yeah, it's cool. It's really nice. Really nice. Really good. Really nice. So, yeah. And I hopefully you guys enjoy listening to it. Because, uh, yeah, I am going to be reading the whole book on here. I did say some people that I wouldn't. But I guess I am. Because here I am doing it. I had to retake so many lines because I couldn't read them properly. And I wish I kept them in because then it would be mess ups after mess ups. But they would be a longer episode and you would not be so enjoyable for you guys to listen. So I have saved you guys the trauma or the like boring me messing up on my own book, which I wrote for a whole year. Crazy, crazy. And so, yeah, this is the whole plan I've been going on for the past few days. Uh, so, for, yeah, for the next few days, I'm going to be reading my book and uh, making episodes with it. But they will not come out immediately because it is, um, well, a work in the progress. And I think one episode per week should be good. And plus that's also because I won't be here with my microphone, my good quality microphone. Because I'm going to be leaving, going on vacation, and I need stuff to fill in the blanks. And so, yeah, that's what I'm going to be planning on doing. To have like a mini thingy in between while I get episodes done in my other place but those episodes are going to be terrible because the quality is going to be terrible number one and overall just terrible 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 but yeah and yeah so that's the whole thing uh that's my book not the whole thing but you know and let's go back into the topic of books i most i uh, the book that has gotten me into lately in the crime has been a Cynthia Murphy book called The Midnight Game. It's a horror thriller based. It's about a 3 a.m. games. If you guys remember those 3 a.m. challenges. I used to do those so many times. And I have a full episode uh, based off of her book. Where I read like games and ask my guests to rate them. And would they be able to survive that? <laughs> you know? So, and, like, the book is very interesting because, like, it's a very... The story, you read it from multiple points of views and you can't really tell who is the killer until, like, the end, which I found the most shocking. And, like, the plot was so scary. So I I really did wish to have that in my book. But I think I'm more... My book is more of a, like a win-lose-kill-die Cynthia Murphy book because in that one you can tell who is the killer but then also like it's but you're like also not sure at one point is it really that person and in the end you're kind of correct so while listening and I'm going to be reading it you guys tell me who you think down below in the Q&A because there's going to be a Q&A part who you think the killer is and please do not just respond X. Respond by character names. You will get to know them 
more of them in like next upcoming chapters so in this q a you're gonna be asked did you like it do you do you think it's a good start is it good do you understand it do you like it do you want more or anything like that basically that's the whole like q a for this episode but so yeah please do look at it answer it i read them most probably but otherwise i hope you guys are having a great day i'm going to have to end this podcast episode right here because i don't have a lot to say anymore and i feel like you guys have listened to my chapter book and are going to be probably awaiting more so i'll see what i can do about that i'm going to be recording one more episode uh, yeah so that's all basically i'm going to not put any background music this time like intro music or anything because i'm a bit too lazy but i think i'll put some background music in case it gets a bit too boring but you know it's just me speaking how how can you get bored of a voice <laughs> you can really easily get bored to be honest you can get really bored by it when so thank you guys for listening this is this has been the at home episode uh on off topic i'm your host anette and i hope you enjoyed this episode goodbye and see you in the next episode